okay, I know the biggest priority for the Devils in terms of trades is to possibly get another goalie so that way they have more options in net, but they still need some more depth defensively if they really want to take that step forward. And Chris Tanev might be available for the pickings alongside with Nikita Zadorov because things aren't looking so pleasant in Calgary. And also, Dougie Hamilton, he might miss some time with an upper body injury. How will that affect the Devils? We have a lot to talk about in today's episode. Buckle up, everybody. Your Locked On Devils, your daily podcast on the New Jersey Devils. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hi, this is Bryce Salvador, and you're Locked On Devils with Trey Matthews. All righty now, what is up, New Jersey? Welcome back to the Locked On Devils podcast here on Locked On Network. I'm your host, college hockey play-by-play announcer, Dells Ryder for Pucks and Pitchforks, and also part-time credential media member, Trey Matthews. Okay, I have some updates regarding some key injuries for the New Jersey Devils, one of which includes Dougie Hamilton. He did get reevaluated, but we still don't have official word as to whether or not he is slated to miss some games. If he does miss some action, it's going to be somewhat interesting to see how the Devils' defensive execution functions without him, but I will save that for segment three. In today's episode, the main talking point is going to be another silly season scenario in which we look at the Calgary Flames and what the Devils could get out of them. So I touched on this with Jersey Joe a few episodes ago, but I really wanted to make it a full-fledged episode because thanks to James Nichols of New Jersey Hockey Now!, We have some more information regarding the matter of Calgary and also some players that they might be trying to get rid of within the next few months. But obviously, some things take priority over this type of discussion. But since the Devils have an off day, I figured, why not? So we're going to talk about the possibility of the Devils getting Chris Tanev. Because aside from possibly looking for another option in net, I think the Devils are looking to add more depth on the defensive side of things, especially right-handed defensemen. And Chris Tanev, he stands six foot two. He weighs 193 pounds, and he's a right-handed defenseman. He's in the final year of his contract. He does put up some solid production defensively. Offense is a bit of a question mark, and that's what we're going to talk about in today's episode. So I'll provide you guys some background of the matter as to why uh, Tanev might be available for not only the Devils to pursue, but other teams as well. Then the second segment, I will make my final verdict as to whether or not I want Tom Fitzgerald to pursue him because let's start off with the Calgary Flames in general. So to kick off the year, it's been a bit of a struggle for the Flames and who am I to judge another team because it hasn't been the greatest of starts either for the Devils, but digressing, the Flames currently sit fourth in the Pacific Division. And I think it's quite clear that the Pacific Division isn't exactly the strongest division in the NHL because atop of the division, you got the reigning Stanley Cup champion, Vegas Golden Knights. Then trailing right behind them are the Vancouver Canucks with the help of Quinn Hughes, who is having a great offensive surge as a defenseman. And then third, you got the LA Kings. And it looks like that Pierre-Luc Dubois trade is working out for them. But after that, you start to see certain teams just putting up some inconsistent production. And one of those teams is obviously the Flames. They currently have a record of 9, 10, and 3 at the time of this recording. So obviously the Devils have some interest in Nikita Zadorov. I talked about it a few weeks back. I said that 
Zadorov is definitely a big body. He's underrated offensively, but I think his defense is also very solid, and that's the main talking point. He's not afraid to assert himself. He's not afraid to put himself out there, and I think that's one of the things that the Devils have been missing in terms of some of their defensemen because the only defenseman that we've seen be aggressive and willing to like go the extra mile and put his body on the line has been Brendan Smith, but we know how much of a liability he can be defensively. I think Smith is better suited as a forward given his latest production of games. The rumors were saying that the Flames were trying to hammer out an extension with Noah Hannafin, but given how the Flames' season is progressing so far, I believe those contract extension discussions have stalled for the time being, and I think the Flames are not afraid to clear house. So obviously the last year or so, we saw them part ways with Matthew Kachuk. They lost Johnny Goodrow in free agency. Tyler Toffoli is obviously now a devil. So things aren't really looking all that uh, sunny in Calgary for now. And I think Tom Fitzgerald, once again, has his eyes set on a couple players. So according to James Nichols of New Jersey Hockey Now, he put out an article a little over a week ago about the matter. And he said that it was learned that the interest between Zadorov and the Devils is mutual. However, with Calgary potentially purging, Fitzgerald also inquired about defenseman Chris Tanev. The fourth period reports that the Toronto Maple Leafs, Dallas Stars, New Jersey Devils, and Vancouver Canucks are among a number of teams believed to have expressed interest in both Zadorov and Tanev. So here's how his numbers stack up. So last season, he appeared in 65 games. He finished with 13 points. He had one goal and 12 assists, and we'll talk more about his lack of offensive production because I'm not looking for him to put up like 30 or 40 points as a blue liner. I'm not expecting for him to put up Dougie Hamilton type numbers, but he doesn't really help the Flames' offensive execution. And that's something we're going to have to discuss once again in the second segment. Not saying he's a bad player, but I just want to put that into the light. His defensive point share, however, really good. He had a rating of 3.4, which ranked third on the Flames roster. He had 130 blocks last year, which ranked second on the Flames roster. And he had a 59.3 Corsi 4 percentage, which ranked eighth on the Flames roster last year. And this season, he's actually picking up right where he left off. So, so far uh, this year, he has five assists. And remember, I just said he finished last year with 13 points. So he's almost halfway to meeting his season high from last year. And he is tied for first alongside with Noah Hannafin for defensive point share with a rating of 1.2. And he is currently leading the Flames team in blocks with 52. I think it's clear that the Devils have been missing some shot blocking abilities because the last few games we've been seeing them get out blocked by a lot of teams. Because while the Devils like to generate a lot of grade A chances for themselves, teams are picking up on that. So they're trying their best to get into those shooting lanes. But on the flip side of that, the Devils need to try to generate more blocks themselves. And adding someone like Tanev onto your roster, I think that could definitely be a big help for them. So obviously Tanev would be an interesting get for the Devils. I think he would sort of be like a plan B option for Fitzgerald if he's unable to get Zadorov. And it's nice that uh, the Devils have some options to work with, especially with how their team is functioning right now, because the Devils are dropping like flies when it comes to injuries. And they have some key assets out for an extended period of time. And they're just trying to make do with what they got. But with Dougie Hamilton now out that just hurts the overall depth in terms of defensemen for the devils i don't care what you say about uh hamilton's lack of ability on the defensive side of things he is obviously the go-to guy when it comes to offense for the devils blue line and with him out that could definitely put a hinder on things i'll talk more about that in segment three 
and we'll talk more about Tanev and his contract situation, and I'll make my final verdict as to whether or not I want Tom Fitzgerald to pursue him. But before we continue, I want to tell you guys about the Sleeper app. So I am in the middle of my fantasy football season, but you know what? Let's do that hockey. Let's talk some fancy hockey. So a new NHL season brings all sorts of possibilities. So Jack Hughes could score 50 goals. The Devils could hoist the Stanley Cup. And you can win big by playing Daily Fantasy Hockey on Sleeper, the official Daily Fantasy app of Locked On NHL Network. Sleeper is our number one choice for Daily Fantasy Sports and especially Daily Fantasy Hockey because with Sleeper, you can win 100 times your cash in Daily Fantasy Hockey contests. What players uh, are you going to be taking this week? Because you don't just have to do fantasy hockey. You can also play Daily Fantasy football, basketball, baseball, college football, on the sleeper app so all you have to do is pick whether or not studs like jack hughes nico heischer akira schmidt whomever will record more or less than their sleeper projections for things like goals assists saves plus minus and more in any given game to win 100 times bet on sleeper you need to correctly predict the outcome of eight player stats you heard me devils fans you can win 100 times your money playing daily fantasy hockey with sleepers so start paying attention and nail your picks so you can start winning big Use the promo code Locked On NHL and you'll get a $100 match on your first deposit. Terms and conditions apply. That's code Locked On NHL. See sleepers terms of use for details and locational availability. All right, let's look at Tanev's contract. So the Devils, we talked about them being spread thin when it comes to the depth of their roster, but they're also spread thin financially because they have a lot of players locked up to long-term deals but here's the situation so Tanev is in the final year of his contract he has an annual average salary of 4.5 million dollars and the devils currently have 1,294,798 in cap space so the devils will have to get somewhat unique if they want to add someone like Tanev onto their roster and this is something that we've discussed in the past regarding Zadorov as well because the devils might have to give up a roster player if they want to get either one of those players added to the mix. But the thing is, James is also reporting that the Flames are aware that they might have to retain some of the salary. But for right now, I don't think the Flames are in any rush to get rid of either Tanev or Zadorov. So if you're hoping for a quick fix, I hate to burst your bubble, but I think we're going to see both Tanev and Zadorov on the move at some point during this season. But I don't think it's going to come within the like the next few weeks. I think we're going to have to wait until we're close to February, close to the trade deadline period until we see a move and until the Flames get a better sense as to where they would like to go as an organization. So glad that Tyler Toffoli got out there quickly. But let's talk about the possibility of the Devils getting Tanev onto their roster. So I'm a little torn if I'm being completely honest. I'm not saying he's a bad player, but the one con that I want to point out is that his offensive point share is not good. So when we look at the ratings for that category last year, he was actually second from last. He was actually ahead of former devil Kevin Rooney in that department. So my thing is, is like, what are the devils trying to do defensively? Obviously they're trying to add more depth, but who are the two players that are no longer on the roster that were actually impactful last year for devils? It was Ryan Graves and also Damon Severson. I think it's, quite evident as people will remember that Severson and Graves, they weren't really the best when it came to offense, but they didn't hinder the offensive execution either. Obviously you had players like Dougie Hamilton carrying a boatload of the scoring when it came to the blue line, but Ryan Graves and Damon Severson, they knew how to play 
uh, somewhat effectively without interfering with the Devils' offensive execution. And that's my one concern for Tanev. Now, obviously, I know the Devils are looking for some more depth, and uh, they definitely need it in terms of right-handed defensemen because we saw before Colin Miller was added to the roster after recovering from injury, the Devils were rocking with Brendan Smith and Luke Hughes on a pairing for the longest period of time, and both of them are left-handed defensemen. So my thing is, is like, I think Tanev would be a decent fit for the Devils. I don't think he would add much offensively. It seems like he is improving a little bit this season. But if I'm Tom Fitzgerald, I think that has to be your plan B. Like I said in segment one, I think your main priority and your best bet is to get someone like Zadorov because I think he is the more complete player. I think he would fit with the Devils system a lot better because Zadorov is underrated offensively in my eyes because he actually put up some decent goal production. So if he was to transfer his goal production from last year onto the Devils roster, in terms of defensemen, he would actually rank second for most goals uh, amongst Devils blue liners, uh, just trailing Dougie Hamilton because other than Dougie, no defenseman on the Devils roster surpassed double-digit goals. So once again, I know it's only one stat. And also when we look at Tanev's uh, Corsi 4 percentage, it was actually quite nice. And he is transferring what he was able to do last year to this year. So I think it would still be a good move for New Jersey. But I just think in my eyes, I think Zadorov would just be the better player. But once again, just pointing out that uh, Tanev had the second worst offensive point share on the Flames last year, just ahead of former Devil uh, Kevin Rooney. So Tanev had a rating of minus 0.3. Little toward about Tanev, I think he could definitely be a good shot blocker. He would definitely add more depth. And if the Devils gave up the right assets, I'd be okay with it. But I think just for me, in my personal opinion, I just want to get Zadorov added to the roster because I think he could be a bigger presence on New Jersey's rosters. But Tanev is in his early 30s. He's obviously one of the alternate captains for the Flames. So you definitely know that he brings that veteran leadership. And I think a team like the Devils can definitely value that because we saw how big veteran leadership was for the Devils' dressing room last year when you added players like Eric Halla, Brendan Smith, and also Andre Palat to the roster. That's when the Devils really started to take their development to the next level. And I think Tanev could definitely provide that. So the thing about Tanev's game is that he's not really a physical defenseman, but he is a smart-minded defensive player. And obviously his offense is pretty much not really all that existent. But when looking at his numbers and his impact, I think the most important category is like, what does he bring defensively? Because obviously the Devils have been suffering a lot when it comes to surrendering odd man rushes, not blocking shots and being out of position and also giving up some open breakaways. I could go on and on, but I think Tanev can fix that a little bit more, but he would have to be paired alongside with another defenseman who is a little bit more physical than he is. So on the left-handed side, maybe look at like Kevin Ball or Jonas Siegenthaler. That's my two-cent opinion on the matter, but still, and that would be an interesting ad for New Jersey. Basically, my final verdict is, is that I'm open to it if it's the right opportunity, but I think just Zadorov is just the better fit for the Devils, and I think Tom Fitzgerald might be aware of that, but Tanev is a good backup. He's not the best, but I think my thing is, like, I don't want him to hinder the offensive execution for the Devils because, once again, Ryan Graves and Damon Severson, very effective defensemen in the advanced analytics, 
and they did not hinder the offensive game plan for the Devils, and they knew how to hold their end down. So I think, obviously, the Devils are looking for more defense, and I think Tanev would be somewhat compelling. So let me know what you guys think. Do you want Chris Tanev added to the roster? And if you hypothetically had to create a trade scenario, what would you give up? Because once again, the Devils are a little thin when it comes to salary cap availability. So they might have to give up a roster player. I can't confirm or deny that. I think the Flames would retain part of his salary, but it's something to consider. Now, we're going to transfer over to current players on the Devils roster momentarily. But before we continue, let's talk about eBay Motors. So passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what brings your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance from superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, You'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. eBay Guaranteed Fit only available to U.S. customers. And now... Let's talk about game time because I'm sure you guys want to see the Devils up close and personal, and I use the game time app. So I, I think a lot of you will like it because last-minute tickets, flash deals, zone deals, easy to find and buy tickets up for every kind of event in your area, views from all seats in the venue, lowest price guaranteed, event cancellation protection, job loss protection, etc. Game time has deals on tickets right up to the start of the event and even an hour after it starts. It's the place to find last minute seats download the game time app create an account and use the code locked on hl for 20 dollars off your first purchase terms apply again create an account and redeem code locked on hl for 20 dollars off download game time today last minute tickets lowest price guaranteed okay so we have some injury updates regarding some of the devils as players according to ryan ovasinski of nj.com here are the updates dougie hamilton upper body still being evaluated ruff was unsure if he'll play thursday so I've heard Ruff say this before, and it was in regards to Timo Meyer. He wasn't sure if Timo Meyer was going to play in the game after the Pittsburgh Penguins, because if you guys recall, he was a game-time decision leading up to the Penguins game. Ultimately, he was scratched, and then afterwards, Ruff was a little unsure. He was unclear as to whether or not Meyer would play in the very next game against the Rangers. So I think if I had to bet my bottom dollar – at the time's recording, which is Wednesday night, I'd say Hamilton will not play in the game against the Flyers, but that's just my educated guess. And then he gave an update about Timo Meyer. Timo Meyer skated on his own, and Eric Holla will be out against the Flyers. So it seems like when the Devils get one player back, another player heads to the injured list. And obviously, Tomas Nosek is still on the IR. So once the Devils got uh, Jack Hughes back or we're close to getting him back. Timo Meyer went down with an injury. Then around America Thanksgiving time, Nico Heischer makes his highly anticipated return. But then Curtis Lazar misses a game. Eric Halla is still out. And now Dougie Hamilton, when it seems like the Devils are getting their groove back, he is now going to be out for at least the next game. We'll see how it goes. But Lindy Ruff did say in his more recent postgame press conference that Hamilton was just unable to continue and he did not see a lick of playing time in the final period of regulation. So obviously when we look at these injuries, they definitely do suck. And unfortunately it does hurt the devils depth. But the one thing that's going to intrigue me is that 
I want to see how the Devils' defensive execution runs without Dougie because we talked about this a few episodes ago. I entertained the idea of Lindy Ruff possibly scratching Dougie Hamilton. Now, I said it was not going to happen. I said that, yes, Dougie does make a lot of mistakes defensively, but at least he can redeem himself offensively. That's why he's highly ranked in the NHL for a time being because he knows how to put up some big offensive numbers on the blue line. So obviously I don't think people are satisfied with how Dougie's been playing the last few weeks because we've been seeing the Devils give up a lot of odd man rush situations. We've been seeing them giving up a lot of open breakaways. It seems like when the Devils have some momentum going their way, boom, a defensive lapse and the momentum just goes back to their opposition. Now, when we look back at period three against New York Islanders in the previous matchup, the Devils did score three unanswered goals. And once again, Dougie did not play in that period at all because he was dealing with an injury. So my thing is, like I said, the reason why Dougie probably will never be a healthy scratch for the Devils is just because are the Devils a better team without Dougie? And if he's going to miss a game or two and the Devils, once again, just seem to like surge forward in terms of their overall execution, it is going to raise a lot of questions. But Obviously, I don't think Dougie's job security is in any sort of danger because he's signed long term. He's one of the best offensive minded defensemen in the entire league. I don't think Tom Fitzgerald would be willing to trade him away. But this is something that's been brought up on my show in the past. When you look at some of the previous teams that Dougie has been a part of, when you look at his tenure with the Bruins, the Flames and also the Hurricanes, he spent only three years with each team. And don't look now, he's now in year three with the Devils. So will the Devils go the same route as the Bruins, Hurricanes, and Flames, which is like after three years of Dougie Hamilton, you just get a little tired of him and you're just like, eh, are we a better unit with or without you? I'm just uh, putting out something drastic. Like I said, I don't think the job security of Dougie Hamilton is in question, but that's something that we definitely need to highlight a little bit more. Now, once again, the Devils are a good team with Dougie on the roster because he is the only one that can provide consistent scoring for the Devils' blue line because you're not going to get that sort of production from John Marino, Jonas Siegenthaler, or Kevin Ball because they're more defensive my defensemen. You might get it from Luke Hughes, but he's still trying to get adjusted to the NHL and playing every day. Colin Miller, uh, he can provide some offense down again, but that's not really his bread and butter. So when we're looking at the defensive pairings, obviously most of the scoring is going to come from Dougie Hamilton. And the Devils do perform well without Dougie. Now it's a matter of like, where do you slide him in? Where do you hide him defensively? Who do you pair him alongside with so that that way the Devils don't get exposed defensively? I think that's going to be the biggest challenge for New Jersey. And then when we look at Eric Holla, he's still out. That's a crucial depth piece. At least Timo Meyer is skating on his own, but We'll see what happens. I think Meyer still is going to be out for a few more games, but that's just my pure speculation. And the Devils made another recent call-up, so that way they could get 13 fours on their roster. Samuel Lemberge from Utica is now on the Devils roster. And I put this debate out on the X app. I said, like, look, if this pertains to Dougie Hamilton's injury, why can't Shimon Nemetz be called up to get some NHL reps? And obviously I heard a lot of responses and, they said that this probably isn't in regards to the Dougie injury because you can shift uh, Brendan Smith over to the defensive spot. Once again, I know that's not the best case scenario, but that's the hand that's being fed to the Devils for a time being. And uh, they recently sent uh, Max Willman down. So uh, they brought up Samuel Lamberge once again to try to 
get the 13 Ford uh, quota. So I know that that debate of whether or not Shimon Nemec could be brought up or not. Now, I want to talk about the possibility of Shimon Nemec joining the Devils' roster just to get some NHL reps, but obviously his uh, entry-level contract, that might uh, come into factor because we saw Luke Hughes. He only played in two games last year for the Devils, and that already burned year one of his ELC. And I, I don't think you want to do the same thing with Shimon Nemec, especially if you're not really putting him in a prime position to succeed and then uh, he was also recovering from injury. I don't know how long he's been back with Utica. He's putting up some decent offensive numbers, but the big thing is, and we saw this during preseason, is his defensive execution. So does Shimon the Mets really help the defensive struggles for the Devils, or is he just going to make it worse? Obviously, I want to have that discussion, but I want to get more information on the matter. So I'm going to reach out to a very entrusted source, a uh, friend of the show, Ben Burnell, who covers Utica comments for daily central sports i want to get his thoughts on the matter maybe i'll bring him onto the show in the near future once again but uh yeah i i don't want to like talk about something that has a lot of uh loose ends i want to try to like gather as much information as i can so that way i could give you guys the accurate assessment so keep an ear out for that but i i see the responses i hear the uh discussions on social media should shimon the mets be given a chance and i said in my bold takes episode before the start of the season, I think Shimon the Mets, his best case scenario is to remain in Utica for a time being, at least for this season, so that way he can marinate a little longer, so that way he's good to go come next year. But we'll have that conversation at some point in the future, I am sure of it. But as for this episode, that's all the time I have for you. So here's your guys' thoughts. Do you want Chris Tanev added to the roster if the Devils can't get Nikita Zadorov? What do you think he can bring? Did I miss anything? And also, what are your thoughts on Samuel Lemberge? Want to give a shout out to my boy Novo. He actually said it before the start of the season that uh, Samuel Lemberge was a person to look out for to possibly uh, be added to the Devils roster. And Novo spoken into existence. So congratulations, Ryan Novozinski. You you called it. So got to give you credit. So once again, if you're watching on YouTube, leave a comment down below. If you're listening on a podcast streaming service. Hit me up on my personal X page app at TreyMat4 or the show's personal X account at Locked On Devils. As for today's episode, that's all the time I have for you. So continue to stay safe. Have a wonderful day, New Jersey. Go Devils. I'll catch you guys in the next episode. Thanks for listening once again.